You're listening to Trade Secrets with Oliver and Denise. If you work for Microsoft, you can't share operational secrets with someone from Apple. Yeah, that's true. But in relationships, though, it's a little different. We should share the good, the bad, all of those types of things that help our relationships to grow. Yeah, you're right about that. And I feel like the information shared in these conversations will do just that. So let's dive into today's episode. Let's jump right into it. How are you doing today? You good? Doing great. How are you? I'm good. And I'm excited, I'm as excited I usually too. am when these types of conversations come up, because yeah. these conversations involve some phenomenal people mm-hmm. and some great guests. And this episode, obviously, is no different. That's right. I'm not, I, I, I don't want to sound conceited, but we've been blessed we've I will been say, having some really great to have some really good conversations and I know that this will be one of those as well who do we have today today we have Laura Gathers she is a wife mother of two entrepreneur motiva- motivational speaker and author and she is the visionary and coach behind love harder marriage coaching mm, love harder marriage coaching well, we're gonna talk about that in a little bit can't but- wait Yeah, we're going to talk about that. First of all, though, before we talk about anything, we just want to thank you, Laura, for your time and for being our guest. Yes. Thank you for the invitation. It is my honor. Excellent. Excellent. Well, let's jump into the conversation. Let's let's talk a little bit, because I know you have some good stuff to share with us and we are excited. All right. So go ahead. Jump into it. So, Laura, tell us a little bit about who is Laura Gathers, your journey and how did you get to love harder marriage coaching? What led you to where you are today? I am most importantly, and first and foremost, a child of God. Mm -hmm. And I am a wife, mother of two, and I am the visionary behind love harder marriage coaching. What led me to love harder marriage coaching? Friends, my love for my friends. Mm -hmm. Um, They did not, the husbands in particular, Mm -hmm. not to call the husbands out, did not want to go to marriage conferences. But a lot of my friends were facing a lot of hardships in their marriage. And so one of my friends was like, do something. I'm like, why can't y'all do something? <laughs> you know, I'm new to marriage, just like the rest of y'all are. But the Lord placed it on my heart to create this obstacle course. And it was, it focused on communication, teamwork, and trust. And they loved it. Like the husbands were talking to the wives. The wives were talking to the husbands. And it was a very non-threatening environment. Okay. So they got to see their own weaknesses because in order to complete the obstacle course, you had to identify your strengths and weaknesses. Wow. And so no one had to point out where each other was falling short because it was obvious where you were falling wow. short. And then an open and honest dialogue happened afterwards. So that's what got me started with Love Harder Marriage Coaching. And I love to pray. I pray. For about everything okay. <laughs> in the middle of a conversation and start praying. Mm-hmm. So I, from, from there, from the obstacle course, I started a monthly prayer group. So people would get on and we would cover various topics and, and pray. So that lasted for about a year. And then I transitioned into small groups 
And we focus mainly on building a marital mission and understanding God's vision and plan for your marriage. And then into conferences and now other workshops. Wow, that's that is phenomenal. Let me let me um take you back a little bit. You said that you did a obstacle course. Yes. Yeah. And are you talking about like a literal obstacle, obstacle course. course, like mm-hmm. jump, run, dive, crawl, yes. obstacle course? Wow. Talk talk about that a little bit. That's what, fantastic. Kind of give a paint a picture for us so, about what that looks like. In a so marriage conference. Team, That's, I love that concept. Yeah. The teamwork obstacle course, one couple, there were three courses and the first one was teamwork. And so mm-hmm. one couple, one person out of the couple was blindfolded and the other person had instructions. And so they had to navigate them through the obstacle course. So it was like take two steps or hop mm-hmm. two steps. Yeah. No instructions were the same. So if you were watching the person in front of you, it doesn't mean that you were going to know what to do because mm-hmm. I switched up which you had to do once you got to the next step. So these couples had to work on their communication. Of course, the one who was blindfolded had to trust the one who was instructing them. And then I doing a little loophole. I had an additional person come and say, Hey, watch them. Hey, you better watch out for that. And so Mm -hmm. then are you going to listen to your spouse or are you going to sit outside? And so one, one husband was about to listen to the outsider and the wife said so firm. You better not budge. <laughs> <laughs> and he did it, praise the Lord, because they were a pastor in the, right. in the first place. <laughs> so they didn't, but he didn't budge. But you are actually going through hula hoops. You're maneuvering around cones. Uh, you're going in underneath of these little loops. Mm-hmm. So you're all on the ground and moving all around. And then the other one, you're tying your ankles together. And you're both trying to pass this ball back and forth to each other to get it into the goal. And then the last one wasn't more so a school course. It was an activity where you're back to back and one person has the picture and you have to communicate to the other person how to draw it. So that's what took place at that first, very first event. That is awesome. So is that... Are those obstacles, for lack of a better word, are those the same, still what you use today? At the at events, some of them are, especially okay. during the summertime. But now I do some events where I've I love basketball. That's one thing I didn't say. I am a basketball fanatic, so I've incorporated some of the things I love. So if we're indoors, I have indoor basketball hoops where you're timed, where you have to try and shoot the ball, get the rebound, and then um, see how many you can make within that time frame. And then I have your spouse come and they rebound for you and. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, because sometimes it doesn't work that way. <laughs> Hopefully, the spouse who comes in to rebound helps you score more baskets. And that's mm-hmm. really to hone in on the importance of teamwork. Teamwork. Then yeah. I have some other card games and activities that we can do indoors. But during the summer, I really like to do the obstacle courses. Awesome. So so for those that are listening, right? Yeah. We're here, we're hearing obstacle course, right? And we're hearing physical activity. Um but there's a method to the madness, right? We're not yeah. just running around and jumping through hula hoops and and uh, shooting baskets. There's something that you want couples to take away mm-hmm. as it relates to communication, as it relates to trust, uh, as it relates to working as a team, mm-hmm. as it relates to being able to uh, just separate 
your spouse's voice, if you will, yeah. from every other voice that yeah. might be speaking uh, in the direction of this individual. Talk a little bit about what couples take away from that experience. Mm-hmm. I th- what I love about it is we do have a discussion afterwards. And most of the time, the couples are hesitant coming in and they mm-hmm. feel like, hey, are we going to be able to do this? Everyone is able to get through the obstacle course, but I love the conversation that happens afterwards Mm -hmm. because they're able to say, hey, I realized that I want to take the lead. Normally the person who's blindfolded, they want to take the lead. They want to know what's going to happen. I realized that there are are areas in my marriage where I don't trust you Mm. and where I haven't been able to allow you to lead me. So those conversations take place um, where, hey, Maybe I'm not as good of a communicator as I thought I was because I couldn't communicate to you what I was seeing. Right. And so it opens up the door. Hey, so what is your, how do you like to be communicated to? Do you like very small details so that you can get the full picture? What is it that you need from me or how Mm -hmm. do you need to communicate so that we both can see the same thing? Yeah. And, And then understanding that I don't care how long it takes us to accomplish this goal. We're going to stick in it together Mm -hmm. and finding that thing that you and your spouse, no matter how long it takes you to do it, that you do it together. Because I feel like there. So this is what I'm going to do. This is what you're going to do. And then somewhere, somehow, sometime we're going to come together and do something. And that's not the way marriage was created to operate. Right. Mm, Very true. I I love love it. Yeah. I love that because it's practical. It allows you to kind of get the message. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, without somebody actually telling you the message. Yeah. And um, I think too, the, the actual doing the actual activities will help it stick in your brain, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit better when you actually are doing something instead of just sitting there and listening to someone talk. Right. It creates that point of reference that right. you typically don't forget. Right. Good stuff, man. Yeah. I, I like it. I, I want to, I just, I'm gonna let you know, I want to sit in one of those. So okay. we got to set, we got to figure something out so yeah, we can get out there to, uh, to sit in on one of those. I would love to be uh, a part of that. Yeah. Uh, sounds as really an good. attendee. Yeah. Good stuff. Go yeah. So Lori, you have, um, when we were looking at your website, you have a picture um, of yourself and you have on a pair of boxing gloves. <laughs> so talk yeah. a little bit about what that represents and what that means. So when I first started writing my marriage devotional, Your Marriage is Worth Fighting For, Mm -hmm. the Lord would speak to me in boxing terminology. Now, I'm a sports fanatic, played three sports in high school, played sports in college, never learned a thing about boxing. Mm -hmm. And so I had to go do all of this research to understand what it was the Lord was saying to me. So when I started taking photos, those images always stayed in my mind because I wanted to remind people to not hit below the belt. Mm. don't not to trash talk within your marriage understanding that your words are punches sometimes yeah make sure you guard your mouth yeah and so I I use boxing a lot to express what it is the Lord was communicating to me because that's how he communicated it to me wow that is awesome I love that don't hit below the belt belt that's good that's a good one like guard your mouth guard your mouth Man, you already dropping trade secrets. You just don't know it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for, those that you, for those of you who are listening out there, I hope you got your pen and paper out and you're taking some of these things down. I know we haven't gotten to the trade secrets part per se, yeah. but you've yeah. already gotten 
some nuggets, some nuggets. Yep. Some golden <laughs> nuggets. And so we, we appreciate you for, um, for dropping those. You mentioned the devotion. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit later about how they can get it and, and, and a little bit more about what it is, but what was the motivation behind you uh, writing this book? My sisters, my two younger sisters got married. And, you know, sometimes being the older sibling, they don't receive from you as much as you would want them to. Mm -hmm. So I thought, what way could I communicate some things that I've learned to them? I was not going to actually open this up to the public. It was just going to be something I gave to them for Christmas. Very nice. And then my friends were like, well, I want a copy. <laughs> and then their friends were like, I want a copy. And so then one of my close friends was like, you just need to go ahead and do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. But that they were, um, our parents did not get married. And so we never really seen what marriage was supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. So the only example I had truly was the word of God. Mm-hmm. I had some people that were in and out of my life that I could glean from. But when it came for me learning about marriage, the word of God was really the foundation. So I wanted to share some of what the Lord shared with me as I was preparing to be a wife with mm-hmm. my sisters. I mm, love okay. that. That's good. That's very good. I'm thinking about just what you said about just giving advice to your siblings mm-hmm. and just how that was a lot of the motivation. And, and often it has to kind of start there sometimes, right? Yeah. The people around us yeah. and affecting change in the people around us mm-hmm. um, as it relates to, to marriage. And, and you brought up a point that you didn't see that really in, in its most excellent form. And so you didn't have that point of reference. And so right. being able to create that point of reference for someone else yeah, very good. is a motivating factor. And, and I'm saying all of that to say, for those of you that are listening, it is important that we are sharing. That's mm-hmm. what this whole podcast is all about. Yeah, I agree. Sharing trade secrets. There are individuals who didn't have that point of reference or there are individuals who did have that point of reference. They all bring a certain perspective to the table, right. which can help somebody else see the light, so to speak. Right. And, and, and guide them into um, just a better situation. So that's good. That's good stuff. That's great. I want to take you back a little bit because you said you're a wife, you're a mother. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So how long Laura, have you been married? 10 years, a little over 10 years. It was 10 years, July the 12th. 10 years. And you have two children, you said, right? Yes. Awesome. So how did you and your husband meet 10 years ago? We met we met in 2001 or 2002 okay. at college. Okay. And he was actually a friend of one of my close friends. And then we started hanging out. He became my statistics tutor, the very reason I graduated from college. Wow. <laughs> it was the only class that I had ever came close to failing and he came to the rescue. <laughs> So from there, we had a really strong friendship. And then once I graduated, we started dating. Very Uh nice. That's sweet. So here's a question, because I know that this happens with us Mm -hmm. when we present or when God has given us a vision of, you know, something to write or something to add to the seminar. We notice that a lot of times what we're presenting or what we come up with, it helps us first. And so... The Love Harder Marriage Coaching, do you find that the the material that you use or what is given to you, you're like, you know what? We need to use this for ourselves. We need to 
work on this in our relationship. Do you find that that happens with you as well? Yes, it, a lot. Yes. It's normally me. Yes. <laughs> it's normally me. Because I'm like, uh, I want to say last year, I was like, oh, my husband just has so much patience. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. I was going through one of my talks and I was like, oh my gosh, you do a lot of this. And yeah, yeah, so I had to take some time and digest what I was going to share and realize that there were some changes that I needed to make. Yeah. Yeah. That's how that works. You know, sometimes God is talking to you and and you work on it in your marriage and and then you're like, you know what? Other people probably can benefit from this as well. Yeah. So let's go ahead and share that. And I believe it adds some authenticity as well, because you can speak to the fact that, hey, I've tried this and it does actually work. Yep. Absolutely. It does actually work. Um, Let's go to the coaching side of things. Right. You have love, harder marriage coaching and you work with couples. And I, I often ask this question to individuals who work with couples, therapists, coaches, what have you. If you were to take all of the coaching sessions that you've had in the last two years and just kind of strip away the layers. Is there something that you see that might be an underlining theme as it relates to what these couples are dealing with? Yes. What would it be? Lack of conflict resolution. Wow. Not knowing how to deal with conflict. Okay. Mm -hmm. Talk about that a little bit. So I realized that Of course, you got two people who come from two separate homes and there's normally one person who likes to avoid conflict. And then there's Mm -hmm. one person who's overly aggressive about addressing conflict. And they're not even having the tools to really get to the root of the issue. So Mm -hmm. we see the surface level stuff. You are being short with me or you're not listening to me or you're spewing off stuff that you shouldn't say out your mouth to me, but we're not getting to the root of this issue. So the conflicts keep reoccurring because you've never dealt with, okay, maybe I don't know how to communicate properly. Mm -hmm. Maybe Mm -hmm. I don't understand your love language. Mm -hmm. Maybe I've never been taught how to deal with that subject. Right. So you're just seeing the actions, but you don't understand what's the root of the actions. So I would say conflict resolution is probably one of the things that I noticed within a lot of couples. Wow. It's very okay. good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. And I, I feel like, and, and you talked about the the communication side of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And what a lot of people don't <clears throat> realize is that all of these things are kind of intertwined. Right. It's a, it's, it's almost a pathway, if you will. Mm-hmm. Right. You have to be able to communicate effectively in order to effectively resolve conflict right. in order to effectively gain trust in order right. to, if, and it just goes down the line. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, that's good. So that would be the underlying thing. I'm going to ask you to do this later, but I'm going to ask you to do it now as well. So okay. <laughs> since we're talking about conflict resolution, can you give those that are listening a, a tip, if you will, a trade secret as it relates to, resolving conflict, something that they can, right after they turn this off, they can say, you know what, I'm going to try that tonight. I would say to realize that your spouse is not your enemy. Okay. I think a lot of times when we enter into 
situations, we see our spouse as the enemy. So we automatically want to attack them. Mm-hmm. But the enemy is the issue, right. not your spouse. Yeah, that's great. And when you can identify that maybe their actions or what they're saying is hurtful, but there is a deeper issue mm-hmm. and it it's not them, they aren't my enemy, then I think it allows you to be more open and to be more understanding and express some empathy and compassion when you get to the root of it. So I would say, understand that your spouse is not your enemy. They're your teammate. Sometimes you want to spy with them. You want to get in the ring and (laughs) spy with them. (laughs) But you never want to fully engage in a fight with them. (laughs) That's good, you know. That's good. I don't know if you realize the word you just, a word that you just dropped there. That's fine. Yeah, because we sometimes we have a very skewed point of reference as it relates to what no conflict looks like. Mm-hmm. And you said something really powerful just now. You said that sometimes we want to get in the ring and we want to spar with them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which in, and you tell me, you know, what you think about it, which I believe is part of healthy growth. Okay. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So often people, people say, okay, we Conflict resolution looks like us never having a disagreement or yeah. never, and that's, you know. That's not realistic. That's unhe- it's, it's unrealistic, right? Mm-hmm. And it's unhealthy. Right. Because you you must not be communicating everything that yeah, you exactly. think. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. So that is powerful what you just said. And those of you who are listening, you got to get that. Your yeah. spouse is not the enemy. Mm-hmm. So you're not in a showtime, uh, knockdown, drag out fight pay-per-view fight with mm-hmm. this person. Mm-hmm. But there will be times that That's you right. will have to get in the ring and you'll have to discuss some things and yeah. you'll have to spar, if you will, with your partner. And it's and the goal is that it's supposed to, you're supposed to be stronger afterwards. Right. That's a right. A little bit more fit. Yeah. A little bit more prepared. Yeah. So that when it's when the real thing happens, That's both right. of you have gotten some some training and you got your chops together. Yep. That's right. That's that was good. Yeah. Very good. Man, that was good. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That was good. But most people don't understand. I think that's the misconception about marriage is that you're like either you're not supposed to have conflict or all you do is fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Conflict mm. doesn't make you weak. It actually grows you and develops you, yeah. you and trains you, which is why you need a sparring partner. Yep. So that you can be ready for when life happens because life's yep. going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, we want to forfeit these little training sessions that are going to help prepare us for the big fight. Right. Because we want to avoid the conflict. No, find out how to engage into in the conflict in a healthy way. Yeah. And when that big stuff comes, it won't knock you out. Right. Man, that is that is good stuff. That's a good word. Do you that's have folk? Do you have couples put on uh, boxing gloves? So that's what the upcoming event is about because uh-huh. I have been really focusing on that. So we're actually going to do some boxing training. Wow. And, um, I'm going to be partnering with Mace Coaching and Consulting here. It's run by Sonia Mason and former NFL player Eddie Mason. Okay. And they're going to partner with me. We're going to use their gym and he's going to teach them some boxing techniques. Nice. And the boxing techniques are going to go along with my talking points afterwards. So, so once again, the interaction... So that mm-hmm. they can actually see what these techniques do. And then we'll have the, the conversation. That, that is, is phenomenal. And we're going to talk a little bit later about how we can get 
in touch with you and how we can register for this for these uh, events as well. That's fantastic. Man, that's good stuff. I love that. I love the analogy. So great. Yeah, good stuff. So really great. In keeping with the whole trade secrets thing, I know I I'm asking you for way more trade secrets than <laughs> I should be asking you for. It's okay. Let's let's talk about. Well, I kind of want you to to give a, a trade secret that's really designed around communication. Normally, when I ask for the trade secrets, I'm just asking for just your general. But because we've been talking about conflict resolution and we've been talking about communication and those two things tying together, can you just give a tip to those of that are listening, something that they can try, some practical thing surrounding communication? That's a, that's a good one. That's a good question. I think I would say before you communicate, especially if you're engaging in a, you know, you know, it's going to be a confrontational conversation Conversation. Mm -hmm. before you engage in a conversation with your spouse, engage in a conversation with God. Mm. Okay. Like really ask the Lord to give you the words to speak, Mm -hmm. ask him the timing Mm -hmm. (laughs) in which it needs to take place (laughs) and then ask him to really help you with your tone. Because I think tone has (laughs) a lot to do with a lot of things. That's one of the things I really had to work on was my tone. More so because I get excited and I like to express myself and Mm -hmm. sometimes that can come off the wrong way. So that's what I would say. Engage in a conversation with God first Mm -hmm. and then allow him to lead you in your conversation with your spouse. Mm, That's good. That is very good. That's good. good. We're chuckling over here because you, you name two things that we often say when we're talking to folks about conflict resolution. We give them what we call the three T's yeah. and you name two of those right. three T's <laughs> in your uh, trade secret just now. You talked about timing and you talked about tone. And those are two very, very important things that sometimes we overlook yeah. when we're having conversations mm-hmm. because your timing and tone can be the difference between your conversation being resolved or at least moving in a direction towards resolution yeah. or it moving in a direction towards uh, a complete catastrophe. Yeah, exactly. Because the subject matter in, in and of itself is going to be difficult sometimes regardless. Right. Right. And so it's very important. Thank you so much for reminding us mm-hmm. that uh, timing and tone is essential, mm-hmm. right, to yes. to um, conflict resolution. I'm going to keep going, right? I'm going to keep asking them from you, <laughs> right? So I'm going to keep asking them. So let me get one, and it doesn't have to be focused in any area in particular, but can we get a trade secret for the husbands uh, specifically and then one for the wives? For the husbands, I would say something that I say probably too often is don't hit a home run everywhere but home. You're knocking it out the park at work. You're knocking it out the park with your friends. Mm. And then you come home and you hitting foul balls. Mm. Wow. Can't do that. Wow. You have to understand what the needs are of your family and be willing to knock it out the park there too. Wow. Or first. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) So we're pausing for those of you who are listening (laughs) because we're just blown away by that statement. That's... We're going to repeat that again, but go ahead. Keep going. going. (laughs) And then for the wives, I would say, close your mouth, not your legs. Because a lot of 
women want to run off at the mouth and get mad (laughs) and then don't want to engage in sexual activity with their husbands. And that's wrong. Mm -hmm. If we're going to be honest, if we love our husbands the way that the Lord tells us and not withhold ourselves, we're able to engage in those conversations in a more relaxed way. Mm -hmm. So close your mouth, not your legs. Not your legs. Mm -hmm. I like that Mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. Those are, uh, for those of you who are listening, ladies and gentlemen, those are very uh, exceptional, tweetable moments yes. right there. So those of you who have Twitter fingers, um, <laughs> it, it just wasn't saying any, you couldn't say it any better than that, right? For men. Don't hit a home run everywhere but home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're flabbergasted. I am. I love it. I absolutely love it. You are supposed to be knocking it out of the park where it counts the most. Yeah. And it's not to say that you shouldn't be knocking it out of the park at work yeah. and, and in other areas of your life, but you definitely should not be, as you put it, hitting foul balls mm. where it counts most. Yeah. Very good. Very, Very good. good. And for the And for the ladies? Close your mouth, not your legs. Mercy. I'm going to make a T-shirt that says that. We're going to have to partner. Hey, listen, Laura, we're going to have to partner on that statement. You you go ahead and, and you go ahead and, and uh, what, what, what do you have to do? You have to like copyright it or something like that. You go ahead and patent that statement. Let's make some T-shirts. I love it. That's really good. I, love I do it. love that. It is. Think that's about good. it. You, I mean, it's you're almost ingrained that you use sex as a weapon. And that's yep. not mm-hmm. the case in marriage. Yep. Yeah. You don't use it as a weapon against your spouse. That's very good. That's good. I love it. Yep. I mean, I, I really don't think there's too much more to be said after that. Those, <laughs> that was good stuff. And yeah. we're, we'll talk again about about how we can get a hold of all of that information um, in a more tangible way. But let's um, turn a corner a little bit because you said it all just now. So we're going to turn a corner a little bit, have a little fun with you. Okay. And- Wifey will tell you a little bit about that. Okay, so what we're going to do now is called the 60-second Think Fast. I'm going to ask you a question. Well, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to give you, well, it's 10 questions, and I'm going to give you an option of two choices for each question. For example, do you like chocolate ice cream or Rocky Road ice cream? And you have to pick one of those two answers. You have 60 seconds to do it. To put a little bit more pressure on us, Ollie's mm-hmm. going to set a timer and see if we can finish within six seconds. We got this. Seconds. You know I'm competitive, so come on. Hey, exactly. Let's, do it. That's let's right. go. That's let's right. go. All right. You ready? <laughs> you ready? All right. Here we go. Start. Okay. okay. Coffee or tea? Tea. See the movie or read the book? Read the book. Summer or winter? Summer. Morning person or night owl? Morning person. Small town or big city? Small town. Car or truck? Car. Gym or outdoor exercise? Gym. Tropical island or ski resort? Tropical island. Action movie or comedy? Comedy. Baseball or football? Football. Try a new dish or play it safe? Play it safe. Me too. Wow, with 15 <laughs> seconds to spare, man, that's good stuff. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of had a feeling that we right. would have yeah. some, some time yeah, left. Got, <laughs> had to play several sports, man. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Used to working with a clock. Good stuff. Good stuff, yeah. man. We are very grateful, as we said in the beginning, mm-hmm. that you've taken out this time. You have dropped some stuff on us 
some nuggets. And those of you who are listening, we hope that you're taking notes. We hope that you go back and listen to it again. We hope that you are sharing this with others because I hope you realize that you got some good information Very good in this episode. Great, great information. And Laura, tell us how can we get more of this? How can we sit in front of you? What's happening in your life? How can we get to you on social media? Just give us every way that we can connect with you. So you can contact me on social media on Facebook. It's Love Harder at, yeah, Love Harder Marriage Coaching. Same thing on Instagram and YouTube, Love Harder Marriage Coaching. You can visit my website, www.laura.gethers.com. And what do I have coming up? I um, I have a marriage workshop February the 9th from 7 to 9 p.m. here in Sterling, Virginia. We are going to focus on how to fight fair in your marriage. So come on out. The cost is $50 per couple. I'm partnering with Mays Coaching and Consulting, and we would love to have you and your spouse bring some friends too. It will be an awesome date night, a very inexpensive date night that is going to help equip your marriage with some tools to help you win because that's what we want to do. Awesome. I love it. Very good. I love it. And for those of you, uh, we always say this, if you weren't able to write it down fast enough, it will be in the show notes how you can get a hold of Laura and uh those of you who are in Virginia, make sure that you are, or even, not even Virginia, but just the whole DMV, DMV area. area. Yeah. Because Sterling is not that far for those of you who are in D.C. or in Baltimore. That's right. To get out there and be a part of this event. Um, you also said you wrote a book. How can we get to that book? How can we purchase it? The book that? is on my website, um, lauragathers.com, or you can go to Amazon or Lulu. It's called Your Marriage is Worth Fighting For. It's a 30-day marriage devotional. Good stuff. So get out there, purchase that book and um, put your gloves on. Yeah, Yeah. there you go. Put your gloves on. Laura, we thank you again. Uh, We pray God's blessing over everything that you touch, Mm -hmm. everything that you have coming up, that the couples that you uh, work with, that they would be blessed, that their lives and their marriages, relationships would be changed blessings on you and your family your husband your kids everything that surrounds you we just pray that it's just it's blessed thank you it's blessed and we thank you so much for your time and we gotta do this again yeah yeah we gotta do this again all right all right we gotta do it again so there it is you have it that's laura gathers go find her love harder marriage coaching all right good stuff This has been another episode of Trade Secrets. Make sure you visit www.denali.org for more engaging content and for other ways to connect with Oliver and Denise. Also, don't forget to subscribe and share this episode. Until next time, God bless.